Welcome to The Lonely Marketer, sponsored by Pager. My name is Glenn Southam, and this is your show for all things recruitment marketing. We share the challenges, the successes, advice, and the screw-ups from the leading marketing talent working in recruitment. And most importantly, find out what their favorite swear word is. We speak to the companies working to make marketing recruitment more effective and efficient, and to those people who have opinions that will make you think about things that little bit differently. You can find me on LinkedIn, and if you want to follow the bear, then head over to thelonelymarketers.com for links to all of our social channels and to sign up for our newsletter. But now, it's time for the show. Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Lonely Marketer, number 85, and this is a very, very special episode because for the first time in about 14 months, I am, I'm sitting in an actual office <laughs> in the city of London, um, and I'm sitting with um, Chelsea Harry, who is the group marketing manager at the Levin Group. Welcome, Chelsea. <laughs> I can see ben. you. <laughs> I can see you too. <laughs> in real life. Socially distanced fist pumps and everything going, <laughs> going on. Um, thank you so much for, one, inviting me into London to see another <laughs> Very person. Welcome. Um, and one of the reasons I've reached out to Chelsea to get her on the show, as, you know, as well as respecting her marketing activities, is she's working for an incredible company, um, an incredible story of growth, uh, which we'll go into. But... Um, Let's start with you, Chelsea. A little bit of an intro to you, your background in recruitment marketing and where you are now. Sure. So I uh, guess cut my teeth on recruitment marketing at Tiger Recruitment, and that was working with Coralie, who is yeah. a, a fellow lonely marketer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I sort of fell into into that role. That was, uh, I'd already been in um, consumer marketing or yeah customer marketing which was sort of dealing with uh dvds and high street brands and things like that so dvds what are they yeah exactly <laughs> exactly physical retail which was uh obviously slightly going downhill so i thought it was a good time to jump ship on that one um and yeah i was at tiger for it was actually probably only about six months in the end maybe maybe a little bit longer um and then left to work for portfolio group as their marketing manager and um and then covid, then COVID hit <laughs> basically and um unfortunately got made redundant from there but um ended up here and i've been i've been here for at the time it was just storm two um for since august last year feels like a lifetime but uh, <laughs> in fact what what 10 yeah, nine, ten months. <laughs> yeah, and you, you mentioned Storm 2 there. I introduced you um, as Levin Group. Mm. Um, Storm 2 is a kind of one of three brands Currently, as it stands yeah. at, the, <laughs> at the moment. Um, other ones, Storm 3, yeah. Storm 4. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the, the branding <laughs> a, bit, a bit later <laughs> in the show. But, you know, talk a bit about the Levin Group and the brands yeah, that you work with and kind of the sectors as well. Yeah, so um, Storm 2 was launched in 2019, so a year before I um, was brought on board, and they uh, serviced the, the fintech market. So um, it was it was J James Brown who um, launched Storm 2 along with um, a couple of others who are all ex-Fadenites. Mm -hmm. um, and is that he, the official name? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Making it up, that's what it is now. Um, and... They and James basically saw a gap in the market for really specialist recruitment within fintech, obviously, such a massive disruptor sector. Um, it obviously tends to be sort of someone sits on a fintech desk within a sort of financial services industry. So, um, yeah, saw the gap for this and wanted to do what had been done at Faden with, with Adam um, and 
just do it faster and bigger. So, um, yeah, so and, Storm 2. And you really are doing yeah. it faster and bigger. <laughs> yeah. it, like, it is ridiculous. Like you said then, the, the company was founded 2019. You mm. obviously joined last summer in, in 2020. And at the time that we're recording now, there, there was an announcement that probably about three weeks ago or, mm-hmm. or something that I, I don't get surprised by many <laughs> things in recruitment anymore, but the the business brought on 100 new graduates. 123. Uh, uh, so, you go, <laughs> so even I'm downplaying it now. 123 new graduates yeah. in one day on overnight. One day. Yeah. Uh, All onboarding across three different offices, London, Amsterdam, and Singapore. Uh, Amsterdam, that was also just launched you know, two months ago. Uh, Singapore officially launched in January, but um, sort of uh, Candy, who heads heads up that team, came on, on in sort of October last year. Um, but also not just Storm 2, also Storm 3 and Storm 4. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it, you know, it's not as if it was slow growth before then in that, what, from that 2019 to mm. the point of when you kind of done this mass hire. Yeah. You were what, up to about 75, 80 yeah. people, was it? Yeah, we, um, so I came on as employee number 13, I think it was. Um, and that was, I was the first marketing hire. We just also hired our, our sort of commercial, of VP of commercial. Um, so it was, everyone else was sales, uh, other than, no, sorry, Jamie Robinson was uh, the head of people as well. So uh, learning development training side of things. Um, and, yeah, we have three weeks after I started, they hired 25 graduates um, and then another 25 in Singapore in January. So I think we were sitting at yeah around 70 people. Yeah, 70 people, 50 odd sales people, um, just as then we in April, we yeah, another 123 people and August will be another 150 graduates starting again. Uh, that is that is absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um. Go, going back to a bit to you. Obviously, you had a kind of a, a rough time as, as COVID kicked off, and mm. you were you were out of work. Uh, we were chatting before we hit record that you've probably seen it. Uh, looking back now, it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise, 100%. which happens very very often. I think in terms of you know redundancies and people uh, leaving certain jobs. But what what was it like for you personally? You know, starting a new role in a very high growth, mm. I can imagine quite highly pressured, uh, you know, business in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, you're only a couple of years into recruitment marketing, mm. but what, what yeah. was that experience like for you? Um, Daunted? Daunting, definitely. I think there was a weird level of, I think starting a job after you've made, been made redundant anyway, there's a weird level of gratitude that you feel towards the business for hiring you, which isn't, I don't know if that's right, obviously. Feel like you owe, the, you yeah, owe them something. Yeah, yeah. and in a way that was kind of helpful because that really drove me to, mm-hmm. you know, challenge everything that I was I was doing and grow really quickly and learn everything and take everything in. Um, but the business has been like the, the team, the leadership team, my, you know, Alex, who's the, the VP of commercial, commercial and, my, and my sort of line manager, um, are so unbelievably supportive and you know they've you know, I've got a mentor in the business if there's anyone you know who can who they think can help me or, or you know anything like that they know that I'm not the most experienced person but that was the kind of aim for this is to be able to have this organic growth within the business at every single level but tap um, into that external 100%, support and expertise yeah, when you need a- absolutely. it absolutely so 
And that, that's not very common, I don't think. No, it's, it's within not something marketing. that I've come across Yeah, within before. marketing and recruitment. Yeah, yeah, for sure, which is amazing, just kind of knowing that you're you're valued for, you know, the ideas that you have already, but also they'll help you to get the experience and the learning and everything like that, so that, because at the end of the day, you know, for them to succeed as a as individuals, uh, for us to succeed as a business, I need to succeed in in marketing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, being able to have have a sort of leadership team, a board level who really believe in marketing. Also, I know that that's not. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not common, but it's not always the case in recruitment businesses. So it, it's more of a case that they they believe in marketing in terms of the impact that yeah, it could have exactly. rather than feel obligated just to do marketing because everyone else is doing exactly. it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a tick box here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just pretty amazing. So yeah, it was it was definitely daunting. It yeah, definitely what, what was daunting. Were they, that, that, that first kind of, uh, obviously, I suppose it was August, so there was a little bit more flexibility. We yeah, weren't in full sure. lockdown, but what was that first month like in terms of you? So I was given thirty days to just research, explore, ask questions. I was said at every single, you know, meeting, any any sort of conversations I had. It was don't don't put anything into place right now because you don't want to change it in a month's time when you know the business better. Yeah. Um. So I just spent thirty days probably even like a little bit longer than that, just talking to everyone who was already in the business, talking to all the new grads who started three weeks later. Um, so you weren't really do it, doing I mean, any marketing other than such. other than, you know, posting on socials yeah. and writing the odd blog post. Yeah. That was that was pretty much all I did for the first month. Um, talk to external people, as we, we were saying about um, Nikki, who's, yeah. again, another ex, ex-Faden head yeah. of marketing and uh, who's got her own business and, and sort of asking advice, I think, the fact that we were, as a business, only a year old at that point, as a marketing team, fresh, like it yeah. was just me. Everyone was so open to offering advice and giving giving sort of learnings and just telling me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was it was great, and then that allowed me to kind of form a uh, marketing stra- strategy and. Obviously, that changes every every sort of six weeks, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> as say. as we launch another brand, or someone yeah. says that we're going to be. But are you, are you aware people. of those things happening? Type yeah. thing at a business level, because a lot yeah, of times, yeah, one hundred percent. In you know, I think I think a lot of people uh, listening to the show have probably been caught unawares by stuff like that. All right, oh, hi, hi, Glenn. We're you know we're we're opening up in mm. to use an example of of you guys at the moment. We're opening up in Amsterdam on Monday. Mm. Can you get everything yeah. done? But yeah, you're yeah. you're kind of involved. Yeah, we've got a very level. very flat hierarchy here. Brilliant. I think, which is incredible. So I'm not part of the board, of course, but you know I'm not I'm not there yet. Not yet. But yeah. yes, exactly. Yet being the operative word. <laughs> um, uh, I know they're going to listen to this as well. They're going to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, go on, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm not there yet. But you know, Alex is is in that in those meetings in at that at that desk at that um, table, and he we have meetings every week. He you know tells me everything I need to know, if not more sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, but but yeah, like I don't. I have also you know I have meetings with JB directly with the CEO yeah. every other week. That's if really not, good. you know, his door's always open if I needed to have a chat about anything. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, I would say, I definitely feel like I'm involved in every, yeah. And it makes marketing easier, Oh, 100%, it? 100%. So w- w- once you, you know, once you spent that, those few weeks kind of getting to know it, what, what, what were the priorities in, in your 
in, in your head because obviously you know you're a very fast growth recruitment mm. business. There hasn't any, there hasn't been anything in the past, so it wasn't as mm. you could pick pick stuff up. Wh- what was your, as you admitted yourself, you're not you're the most yeah, experienced. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What What was your kind of your thought process in terms of getting some stuff in place and some S- kind of process? So the first thing was the website. Okay. We, you know, I came into it and there were three pages and an intel page it was just like a blog and everything all of the blog posts were gated white papers so there was no seo or anything sort of the website wasn't optimized to be a to be found (laughs) um so that was my first kind of major thing to do that that was my big focus it (laughs) was like we need to actually have this website so that we know who's coming on who's who's you know Visiting who's it. visiting it who what the traffic is and how they're moving around the website and how they're finding the website mm. and and you know not just um literally be like cool you you go on the main page and then you click contact yeah. us and that's it and no one knows who you are but we exactly. want all and your, what de- we do we want all your details well. and what we away. do because there was there was a it was a, a bigger focus on sort of like the story of storm two rather than actually what we can do for our clients um the reality is no one really cares what yeah, you do they exactly. want to know how you can help it's, them it's interesting you say that actually because i think as a business no you're 100 percent right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first of all but i think we have an interesting kind of stance in the sense that we have we we pitch pitch ourselves as a fintech or as a health tech yes, or as yeah. a green tech We've gone through the same funding yeah. process as most of our clients. Yeah, that, I think that's a good point for people yeah. who are not aware. The mm. business was started yeah. with funding. This was yeah. an organic no, growth in the No, institutional funding. Yeah. There's no way we would have been able to hire 120 people yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for, for the funding that sort of kicked But like you're saying, that. you're you're positioning yourselves yeah. effectively as a fintech yeah. business or, or at least working in 100%. fintech like everything all you we do, do is you're focused on the talent exactly, side exactly we like to think of it sort of as the the talent arm of fintech yeah um or health tech or green tech um and it means that our you know every part of the business is structured the same way as a fintech is the mm. teams are um we only do permanent roles but the teams are structured so that we have you know engineering experts that only focus on fintech role in in the fintech sector so yes. they are like micro niche specialists yeah, niches within niche 100 percent. so that in itself being a, it gives us a kind of an in with a sort of a, a like a brothers in arms kind yeah. of vibe well, with it, a lot you, of the you, clients you can that we're working with to, yeah, yeah you can have a connection with when, whoever you're talking exactly, to exactly exactly when you know and the the rate of growth that we're having is the same as what a tech company would have it's not it's not well, the environment you're working in, you know, exactly. the, the, the building we're sitting in here recording yeah. it is is very startup. I mean, that's the thing we've got. We've got 11FS who are here, who are also a fintech sort of supplier. We're literally around the corner from Silicon Silicon Roundabout. Yeah, like it's we're in the the heart of fintech right yeah. now. Um, and you, yeah, you're not just saying it like a lot of recruitment yeah. businesses do. You are actually kind of living Absolutely. and breathing it. And does that affect the the marketing that you're doing, like the types of stuff that you yeah, do? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think where we can put out content that is sort of like what's it like working for a hyper growth startup you know being able to actually have an rather than it just being research led the content sometimes can actually be a bit more personal um and it means when we're talking to our clients we understand their problems not just okay you need to hire people to be able to like there's actually a bit more of a personal 
kind of like we've we've seen how your infrastructure needs to change and how the culture might change and yeah. how actually you know from ourselves how our employer branding needs to change so you quite, are you quite op up. open with that? Yeah. Like you show that 100%. level of vulnerability yeah, in, in the Yeah, absolutely. I, we, I was in a meeting um, yesterday, I think it was, and we were talking about um, having, you know, do we need to get professional photographers and videographers in to come and take photos and things? And we were like, well, actually, no, we're not slick yet. Yeah. We're not at that. We're not even two years old. We need to have a bit of that homemade quality that's actually showing the authentic kind of image of what it's like Being working. proud of who yeah, you are. Yeah, and that's yeah. not just on the employer branding side to, you know, as we said, we've got the grad model, so attracting graduates, but also for our um, clients, we're only just starting to, you know, get to a point where they're with our consultants are picking up the phone and they know who they've heard of Storm 2. And that's because of our LinkedIn presence. You know, we've we're already sitting at almost 70,000 followers for Storm 2 mm -hmm. on LinkedIn in under two years, which is quite high yeah. <laughs> for, you know, compared to other definitely fintech re recruiters, but um, but sort of, you know, recruiters that are, have been going been for two for years. While, yeah. um, obviously, that helps the fact that we've got 140 employees on there yeah. <laughs> who are liking and sharing everything. And I'm sure um, there'll be people listening going, yeah, and you're probably spending a fair amount with LinkedIn. Oh, but yeah, of course. Every, yeah, uh, of course. But that's because LinkedIn is the platform that we've chosen to, you know, put that budget against. We don't have any other job boards that we use. So, yeah, you, you know, go. that is, that tends to be our main Do you have jobs hunting. on your website? No, yeah, we that's don't. Interesting. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, was that something you as a were conscious keen on? Decision. Yeah, so yeah. it was something that I looked into really, again, in those first 30 days. Like, why aren't we doing that? Because from an SEO perspective, that's... Easy wins. Easy wins, driving so much more traffic, regularly sort of consistent content, original yeah. content. Um, but the... I mean, part of it, part of me wonders if it's a little bit laziness on my part yeah. because I wouldn't trust the consultants to be it could we couldn't have it as a plug-in like a bullhorn plug-in yeah. where they upload a job the, qu the quality yeah. of the adverts yeah, yeah, would 100%. not reflect what you'd want 100%. from a brand yeah um and i mean i don't anyone who's gone through a scaling business and i know i think this was a question i think you've asked me before about like how do you control the brand when you scale so yeah. fast it's difficult to do that at the best of times yeah so like limiting let alone with 123 yeah, grads who've never exactly. written a job advert before never, we'll smash it out. First <laughs> yeah. job, like yeah. this is, yeah, it's it's trying to minimize the kind of external control on things, you know, even even. Yes, control no, the controllables, exactly, I think, exactly. especially from a marketing 100%. point of view. And I don't, I don't, I don't think enough marketers kind of do that. Is that, you know, a, a head of marketing, you know, or anyone working in a marketing department are the effective custodians of the brand, mm. but every single person- Is a brand ambassador. Yeah, especially in a recruitment business yeah. where, you know, every day they're having, you know, hundred combined, mm. probably thousands of conversations and touch, touch points. You have to be able to control, like you say, what you can. Um, go, going on to, I remember I, I, I text you, I think it was the day that these 123 yeah. people started. Um, you know, we've spoken about the, the external stuff a little bit, but what's your role in the employ, like you say, the employer brand and attracting people, and, and specifically, what was that <laughs> moment like, or the lead up and kind yeah. of execution of it like? So, to be, so the talent, we have an internal talent team, um, 
they I work very closely with um, them to be able to, especially now for this hiring round, um, to actually sort of upgrade what we were doing before. Yeah, a lot of before in terms of assets. Yeah, and things, exactly. Yeah. Sort of we've we've got a you know EVPs and things like that, which are which are fine. But actually being able to sort of make like automate some of it yeah, and yeah. make it a little bit more you know they're, they're joining a tech friendly business it's a very young making sure that our culture and the the what the what it's like to work here comes across we're sort of trying to now think about how that because the, the kind of the candidate experience exactly, of the people exactly who the candidate in, yeah. in experience so in terms of all the marketing assets and things um that would fall to me and, and my team um but yeah, the I mean the last round that we did, we were we did it on minimal assets yeah. <laughs> is probably the best way to describe yeah. it. At the same time as hiring. So if they, they started in April. So in January, so in December I got told that we were launching Storm Three and Storm Four. Mm-hmm. At, and so I had you know, had two websites to build and create the content for all the pre brand assets to create at the same time as still running storm two mm-hmm. think like at, in january i was then like cool i need a team okay. <laughs> so at the same time as interviewing hiring for people um january was mad yeah <laughs> january was um the i was dreaming about brand launches i was gonna say it's not considering what january was mm. was like generally around around the world it yeah. probably wasn't the worst thing to have those distractions oh, uh, honestly <laughs> to, to like be busy. that was the first full going into three months of you know working from home properly rather than the sort of where, where we were uh so as of august last year i was in the office yeah. on off um and then I obviously we had the sort of month working from home yeah. in november was it um but yeah as of january to be that busy to be so so much going on you know there, there were moments where it was a bit like okay this is a bit much yeah. <laughs> um but it was also brilliant to be so busy and also so exciting to be part of like seeing things come together. And I had such a, like the team, everyone around here is so, everyone was going through it. The Lonely Marketer is sponsored by Pager. Marketers use Pager to get 90% of those pesky consultants to share relevant content to tap into their networks. You can also schedule social content to your company pages. Pager gives your consultants automated and fully branded job adverts, driving traffic directly back to your website which is then 60% more likely to convert. Not bad. Head over to pager.co, that's P-A-I-G-E-R.co, to find out more. Yeah. Whether it was whether it was me doing the branding side of it or it was, you know, um, Jamie and his team hiring, trying to hire 100... We, we, yesterday I heard one of the stats that we interviewed 2,431 people for 150 jo- 120 jobs. Yeah, it's mind-boggling, mind-boggling. That's that's mad um and that's just going to happen twice a year every year but i suppose because you because you everyone's been you know in the business from mm. quite an early part is like especially yourself and and you know the leadership team mm. you're all bought into that journey yeah 100 everyone that's it, that's what's sort of so i think so important for anyone who's joined this business is you you you're bought into the mission straight yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what makes it so special. Like I, it's not. Well, the fact that you've got a mission is yeah. is a good thing in the first place. You know, yeah. there, there's there's some businesses that kind of I come across, and you know, it's it is purely about either 
making cash yeah. or, or, or whatever. And I think having that that purpose, mm. you know, it helps you individually to want to do your job and do it to the best ability. But you know, going specific to marketing, it kind of it's that north star for yeah. you to be able to think. You know, anything that I do, is it for that purpose, 100%. and that you can take take and that's out any every single sort of level clarity. of every single level of of the business. I think every single sort of faction of the business as well, just with. Um, JB's sort of quarterly all hands meetings that we have it's always about talking about what the mission is and everyone knows what part they play in that yeah There's Ev- no everyone's got everyone, a role everyone's yeah. got a role and everyone knows exactly what they're we, we regularly speak in terms of everyone in the business talk about our whys yeah like it's it's on a weekly meetings on kickoffs on huddles anything like that people will just be like pick on random people and, and be like, do you apply that to the acti- marketing Everything. activity that you're doing yeah well. absolutely yeah. i think it's it's just it's also really helpful for the training side of the consultants yeah. like to get them to be brought in on talking about that and how they can obviously it's it's good for their own career goals but actually like talking about how they can use that as a like harness it as b- for a bd purpose and yeah and like i that. suppose you c- and then for when you come up with kind mm. of marketing-led initiatives whether it's whether it is like yeah. contri- contributing to blog pieces or anything, mm. is like it's easier for you oh, to massively. get that consultant buy. You know, w- probably the most common thing that comes up on the show and podcast is is you know bringing sales and marketing close together, yeah. getting consultants to do stuff that you want them to do because their activity yeah. and, and their behaviour impacts on what you're trying to do as marketing. But it feels like you probably get that from the get go. Yeah, pretty much because also I think the having, as I say, like all grads start all on the same day as well. All of them are part of a cohort. Yeah. So it's part of that training in terms of what, you know, what's mar- their marketing inductions and, and everything like that to kind of understand how we fit together from the get-go. Yeah. And actually, as sales people, they also have to have a marketing hat sometimes um, and sort of understanding that actually it might just be that we wear our marketing hat more often, but we also have sales hats. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having a, re- and the fact that we s- sit as part of the commercial team, that sort of client um, relationship management side of things, it means that personally, I feel like it's made me a better marketer to be actually always thinking about how Do you feel like this? you're a commercial marketer Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. It's, really it's the sort of, because it means I everything I do, I'm thinking back to what my personal targets are as a, as you know in my in my uh, role, but also how that affects the the business goal. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, and I don't know if I directly did that in other roles. This is definitely I think it's Alex just drilling it into me the whole time, yeah. <laughs> um, really which is which is brilliant though. I d- it's definitely made me a better in in the short amount of time made me a better marketer than what I was a year ago. Do you, um, do you think that, that just being thrown in yeah. at the deep ends, <laughs> it, it was a kind of a, a sink or swim 100%. type moment for you? 100%. I don't think they would have let me sink. Yeah, they would have given good. me the, you know, Tools boy. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, let's yeah, keep yeah, on that yeah, analogy. The, yeah, the life uh, room, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But, um, but, yeah, it's definitely given me a sort of, like okay, this is time to step up now, Chelsea. Yeah. Sort of mentality, which is brilliant. Because do you think it's brought forward like uh, whatever you wanted to do in like your career? Like one hundred percent. I said again, it was something that before mm. we hit record, it, it, 
you know, I don't think opportunities within a business like there's not many businesses like yeah. Levin Group. I don't, I don't think, but like they don't come up often, and if they do, kind of 100%. take them and grab this them. And I think that's anyone listening. If those come, don't be daunted by it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like I was, I was sort of thrust upon into it yeah. because of the you know redundancy side of things. But I'd like to think I I know when I when I graduated, this was the job that I described I wanted. You know, working for a startup, I, I think having that sort of flat hierarchy kind of vibe, yeah. it's very young company. We can we just can didn't think you'd be in recruitment. Out. I just had no <laughs> idea that recruitment even existed in this sort of yeah, well, capacity, if that makes sense. But yeah. but yeah, like I, I as I said, it sounds cheesy, but like this is sort of my dream role yeah. for right now. Um so yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting. Especially yeah, with everything to come. I wanted to touch on the brands. You know, as mm. you've got you've got the Levin Group, which is kind of non-trading, and it's kind of the umbrella yeah. for for the various storms. What I was what I thought was interesting, and obviously I knew the background of the the Faden uh, alumni, and uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, Nicola Gom, who kind of helped out before you started, yeah. and she still continues to help out. Um, what was the thinking behind the the brand hierarchy of going, you know, Storm Two, Storm Three, Storm Four? Because the Faden approach was very different. Mm. It was right in our different niches and different verticals. Our brands are yeah completely, completely separate. separate. Their own their own identity. Mm. Was that a conscious decision? Do you hear? Um, to, I wouldn't even be able to give you a proper answer because yeah. I don't really know how much of the conversation was had yeah. without like beforehand. I'm yeah. not I'm not a hundred percent sure if this was always the plan. I think it was always the plan. Yeah. Because um, it has its I pros it's and grown. cons, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's like th the thing is with um, with JB is where he has an idea, he'll obviously bounce it off of his his confidants and everything yeah. like that and then it goes very quickly yeah yeah <laughs> so it could have been that this was it was already always a plan to have i'm pretty sure it was always a plan to have a multi-brand yes. business um i don't know if it was always it was going to be storm two storm three storm four has, um, it, has it made your uh, in, in a way yeah it's made, it definitely has so like storm i always knew when i started about a month in i knew that there was going to be two more brands coming and they were probably going to be called storm three and storm four yeah i don't think at that point they decided on the markets then so claire cooper is uh, yes. also ex-faden yeah. there's, <laughs> um, there's a theme here yeah um uh, she was brought on board for storm three and she was a huge like the as the founder of storm three she had a huge part to play she was the one who kind of drove that health tech market yeah. that's where that's where storm um three sits um and um, Kay Bottomley, Kaylee Bottomley, who's actually XS3. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice little but diversity all, there. <laughs> but Faden um, was started by yeah, an XS3 exactly. person. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, she's got a background in um, sort of renewables, energy side of things. So the green tech market was also, or clean tech or sustainability tech or yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call whatever it. Whatever um, the phrase of yeah, the day is, yeah. Is, um, was also kind of a real interest piece for her. Um, I think that's also what makes... The, the markets are so interesting. All the markets that we work in and, and Storm 5, which is going to be launching in the next couple of months, is retail tech, so the e-commerce kind of space. I mean, there's we might even have a Storm 6, Storm 7, who yeah, knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but they'll always be in disruptive markets. Disruptive, um, high-growth tech Exactly, space, yeah. exactly, because 
there's, I mean, we found it with, so FinTech, I guess, is it actually of all of those three markets, the most competitive for recruitment. Yeah. And it's still not hugely competitive. No. Because like you say, I think traditionally it would be like the financial recruiters who are like, oh, I can't just place accountants stuff anymore. You know, we need to to get into that space. Yeah, and green tech, specialist green tech recruitments. Yeah. But you say, again, it was... Oil and gas recruiters yeah, exactly. getting into renewables, exactly, and and, re- and realistically, it's probably it's very similar with health tech because, um, you know, you've got the health, you've got the life sciences, you've got the sort of bio yeah. kind of side of things, um, and then the healthcare side of things. But you know, telehealth, femtech, like wearables, all that's really specific. Does it excite you, like for, from a 100%. marketing point of view, and what you can do from a, a marketing perspective? One hundred percent. I think yeah. it's putting on events like with with storm four we've got um we launched a series called the green room which is a round table series where we also kind of create content off the back of it mm-hmm. um just joining those round table series to be taking notes and recording them and making sure that we've got those sound bites and everything like that we the first one we did was on circular economy i had no idea what that was beforehand and the thing amazing about green tech professionals is they are so like everyone in this sector is so passionate about what they do okay because they're doing, you know, for health tech, they are quite literally sometimes saving lives. <laughs> um, for green tech, they are, they're so conscious of future s- sustainability. And, and like, they want to talk about they it, want don't to they? Talk so about it and they're so interested, that, interested and interesting yeah. in what they're saying. So it's really easy to create content that people want to read. Yeah. Um, FinTech is slightly different because it's more of a, like, I think everyone kind of knows. We yeah. don't see it as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Do we? However, yeah. like in itself, the businesses that we're working for are doing, you know, you know, focusing on the um, underbanked of the world and like some of the social justice yeah. kind of fintech projects that they're working on are incredible. So, um, so yeah, it's just a really the sectors make it really easy to do a lot of what we do Very because it's marketing. just so interesting. And easy to kind of find people to talk about what they're doing, and yeah, it's it's pretty good. The communities are are, are pretty cool. So you know, you're a you're a fast growth mm. uh, recruitment business. Um, the marketing team hasn't grown at the same at the same scale, yeah. but you do have that support. What yeah, is, what does the future look like for you know Levin Group's kind of marketing, marketing function? I mean, so have you have you like been thinking about yeah, that, what it looks like in one hundred percent when you're so at five hundred, a thousand people, or whatever? Yeah, we haven't um, so much. Obviously, we're not growing in terms of the the like ratio of, yeah, of yeah. salesperson to marketing. No I don't really does, know if there's no. any stats on that. Is there like is there My, a I, golden? I, the thing is, if, if I say what I think it is, everyone's going, yeah, that would be brilliant. Like, yeah. I, I, I usually went um, for kind of one marketer for every 15 sales heads. Really? Yeah. Woo. But, that, but obviously it Going to present that to the yeah, board yeah, if yeah, anyone's listening it. to this. If they're, if, if, they're, if they're listening. But obviously depending on, you yeah. know, you've had that benefit yeah, yeah, yeah. of external resources. Yeah, of course. I but mean, it depends how you want to structure a marketing function Yeah, exactly. And well. that's what's really exciting about this, I think, because... Um, as someone who's so tiger we had um Coralie was sort of head of marketing comms we had a content um marketo specifically just did content and that was multi-brand as well yeah um and i was sort of digital marketing kind of everything else events yeah graphic design every, everything sort of like that um and at portfolio it was just one it was just the one marketer again that was across multi-brand here i think it's such a 
cool opportunity because I think basically they have to be brand specific. I was going to say. I is, don't think. Do you have a brand manager for yeah, Storm Two? Yeah, that's brand so the idea is currently we've got um, we've got uh, Georgia and Rosie. Shout out, hi, um, <laughs> <laughs> when they listen, um, and Tashana who's just been uh, hired as well, so she's going to be starting soon. Um, who are going to be brand specific marketing associates? Um, so they will be doing sort of the day to day, you know, analytics side of things, you know, website like minor website updates uh, all the content that we're that we're writing um in terms of the seo just pretty much every day today yeah the, you know the coloring in department of yeah, <laughs> of uh, of each brand um and there's we're just finding now it's kind of things like okay do would it make sense to then have um one in each office yeah and yeah. is the people in each office you know is singapore is the singapore um office going to be 170 people in a year's time and multi-brand does it make sense to then have one per brand country in singapore yeah. is it country or managers group, yeah, or do you have a group yeah. one for that um you know do we need actually someone to solely focus on the sort of data and also maybe press side of things yeah. like pr side of things um and then do we take everything that we're working with our agencies do we do that in-house at some point like there's I think that's a it. lot of Opp options. Yeah. Op options and opportunity, isn't 100%. it? One hundred percent. And actually, it. what's what's really exciting about that is that, um, as a you know, the leadership team are pretty open to that. That's yeah. not something that is, you know, not if I if I needed someone more people tomorrow, I'm pretty sure I've, there's a business case for it, and I'd probably it would be okay. Um, it's there's just there's going to be a lot of envious people yeah. listening to this show. <laughs> I, I think in the best possible way. No, yeah, yeah one hundred percent. Like I feel so unbelievably lucky with that, yeah. um, because it's yeah, it means that we like if there's a business case for getting us to the business goal of you know a thousand people by 2024 to be able to sell for how much, much money we want to yeah. <laughs> sell for. And this person who does this specific thing will get us there faster, bigger, anything like that. There's and, and then it's, it's just a no up to you to be putting the, the processes and the Absolutely. goals, objectives yeah, in, in place of you know, what they need to achieve. Yeah. What about for you personally, though? Where, where, does, uh, Ch where does Chelsea's career go? I mean... Obviously, I want to be VP of marketing at Love it. you know at, at Levin Group, yeah. um, and like it's, I think just as my team get more confident, and obviously they're they're graduates as well, so they're you know I feel very responsible for their careers. <laughs> I want I want them to be marketing directors for each yeah, brand. Love it. Um, and that's what's really amazing actually about all of the positions here. It used to obviously be with with a sort of sales position. It's based on your numbers. You hit a certain amount, you get promoted up. You hit a certain amount, you yeah. get promoted up. We've made it so that the marketing team marketing positions are like that. That's you know, we've got targets in place. If they hit their targets within a year, they might be twenty four, but they'll be marketing managers of Storm Three and Storm Four. What j just out of interest, mm. you know, not not specific yeah. or anything. What do what do those targets kind of so look like? So for the f is, it's slightly different depending on the brand yeah. because obviously Storm, it's not really fair for Storm 4's targets to be the same as Storm 2's no, because it's got a year on yeah. it yeah. and it's you know also got a lot more consultants on it and yes. things like that. Um, for it, you know. Can it be lead based? It's all lead based. All lead based. All yeah. lead based. There's obviously there's a discretionary area of it, which will be, be sort of brand awareness side of things, output in terms of things, but everything is is basically lead based. Um, for Storm Three and Storm Four, where they've literally they're two months old, um, obviously the lead aspect of it 
probably won't really kick in until the next financial year. Mm -hmm. So it's actually more based on if we're putting this strategy in place, which we know will bring leads in, we know it's worked with Storm 2, therefore the targets will be based on the actual output that the the graduates can control, that my associates can, can control rather yeah. than like putting in and saying you have to bring in X amount of NFI to like revenue yeah. into into the into the business from that because you know that's my, that might be my target but um, yeah. but like it's not quite fair. Well, yeah, your your your, tar your target is effectively making all of the rest yeah. of your team hit their targets exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. and the rest exactly. take care of itself. Oh, it's really exciting, mm. and I, I think the the thing that I kind of the energy that I get for you is like everything that you're saying is it feels like it's completely realistic yeah. as well. It's like, 100%. It's, it's, there's it's, not, there's yeah, not a shadow in my mind, shadow of doubt in my mind that we will hit the targets that we have set for yeah. ourselves and probably go over them because JB will probably change that's the goal, what, move the do. goalposts. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's why exciting. he has to keep changing the goalposts because we're already smashing everything out of the park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not being ambitious yeah. enough somehow. No, exactly. after, yeah, the, the ridiculous growth. Uh, Incredi incredible story <laughs> you know it's great to kind of hear your passion and kind of the approach that you've you've taken in you know over a very very junior career mm, to be, yeah, you know, cu a couple of years I think as I said to you oh, it's two years of recruitment marketing you're like is that it like type <laughs> thing I, I'd like to say, I would like to say like the Levin group has aged you but it certainly <laughs> matured, matured you in terms yeah. of your recruitment marketing career Definitely. um you, you know and again you said this was the, the part you were kind of the most nervous about and yet to think about is the the five <laughs> the five uh, questions i've made notes yeah <laughs> it's, it's the it's the only thing uh, chelsea made notes on. She, didn't prep, she didn't prep for anything else but um what is your favorite brand so i've actually written a few down because oh, okay. um i love brands like i love i'm like <laughs> an absolute a brand nerd i just love how people how businesses can create a like a persona out of the things that they put out there yeah. um so I've, I've, so Innocent is obviously amazing. I love Innocent's movies. What they're doing on socials is just hilarious and yeah. brilliant. Um, but also kind of a throw, also a kind of shout out towards the fintech uh, side of things. Have, have you heard of Habito? No. So they're a mortgage lender. Very okay. boring industry. Oh, and do what you know what? Doing, no, I've seen, I think I've seen some adverts with on all like their cartoons and it's and like, things. it's gory. They've got like zombies on it yeah. and things like that. And it's like, that's just awesome what they're doing. I think that's amazing. Um, I also kind of love, I love Red Bull as a bit of a, you know, big, big boy brand yeah. um, and just what they do sort of outside of their product and what they represent and everything like that. Um, I used to do a lot of kickboxing and uh, unfortunately the the place that I used to do it with um, has gone under since since the uh, pandemic and everything like that, but they were called Fly Kick. Their branding, the actual imagery that they used and everything like that was, was wicked. Yeah. Um, and I've also put Picture House because I, do love sort of just everything they do. You just feel like spoiled when you go there. It's just it's great. Have you have you have you been back to a picture house? So they've only owned open yeah. today. Oh, today is go. their first yeah. day. So I hope I might I might try straight after the recording. Yeah, straight after the recording. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Favorite sound. This was the worst question, by the way. It's, it's always a stumper. <laughs> it literally is the worst question. I was I was debating on being like the sound of applause when oh, like yeah. people what? are shouting my name. <laughs> <Does that happen? laughs> You're doing so well. Um, no, I think. So I don't know if this is a sound or if it's like a feeling. Mm. You know when you're, so I, I love sort of music festivals and things like that. When you're queuing up to go into sort of a day festival and you can hear the bassy sound oh, oh, yes, of like gotcha. that. Yeah. I, I feel like it might that, be a that, more of a feeling uh, the, than yeah, a sound. the anticipation yeah. of, of it. That yeah. is just, that's amazing. It's, you prob it's probably an inside, mm, yeah, inside yeah. sound. I like that. Um, 
obviously you work you know <laughs> you work in the tech world what what is your the kind of the tech that that, that you love so again i didn't really know if this was like marketing tech or if this was sort e- of anything or. i mean so i used to be a, a fitbit just like massive brand ambassador yeah. um i've recently got an apple watch yes. and that's taken over entirely i just yeah, yeah absolutely love it um but also i in terms of the sort of marketing tech and things that i use every day and it's more of a platform rather than tech i guess well i mean same thing um uh, trello okay. i use it for absolutely everything like just my whole life is trello does all the team use it as <laughs> uh, well a little bit yeah. but i think they're more forced to use it because I'm using it. <laughs> yeah. So I've just shared boards with them where I'm just yeah. like project managing certain things and it's, it will just be Is like... Is this done yet? Things. Because it hasn't been ticked yeah. on Trello. <laughs> Can you make sure you move this it's on the board? It's, it's, it's like the equivalent of the recruitment consultants. Yeah. If it's not on Trello, it didn't exactly. happen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm a big, big advocate big for Trello. Big Trello fan. Mm. Um, now look, you've said this is your dream job, <laughs> so it seems like a little bit of a redundant question. But come on, I'm going to force you. If money wasn't an object and you could do absolutely anything, what would it oh, be? Um, <laughs> I uh, I love to bake, oh, so okay. I would. I think I would probably have a sort of coffee cakery yeah. shop, some sort of things like that. I just I think I love the idea of you know having regulars at like chatting to people all the time and just having somewhere that people can go to like I love using a coffee shop I I love going to a coffee shop Um, if I could you know have every single one of my like one-to-ones with my team or anything like that in a coffee shop I would (laughs) I would also get fat on cake all the time (laughs) uh, and and you said you weren't going to get blindsided by a a bonus question but you said oh no you said you 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 bake a lot of cakes and things what is your um, you know if, if I said my like, go you have to, to yeah, your cake. go-to cake. So I'm um, like loaf cakes in general. Okay. Probably, and obviously banana bread was done yeah, so the much ca- the over, cake of over COVID. there. But like sort of lemon drizzle cakes. Mm-hmm. I make a really good uh, sort of Jamaican ginger cake. Nice. Uh, yeah. Any of the loaf cakes, just big fan. <laughs> there, we, there we go. And uh, of course, favourite swear word? My mum is definitely going to listen to this. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> She well, already hates with? that. Uh, she hates that I swear so much. Does she? Um, probably the F word. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the most yeah. it's the most common word on the show. Yeah, um, it has to be. It's just so satisfying to say. It's so yeah. But uh, Chelsea's mum, if you if you are listening, <laughs> she she hasn't sworn at all since Once. since I've, I've been, been here. So good. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, but when we when we stop recording, uh, <laughs> that, that might be a different matter. Uh, and that's another show done. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for um, having me. Thank you for being the first post-COVID <laughs> in-person podcast episode. It's been really Pleasure. good. It's kind of got me up and running again now for, <laughs> for, for wanting to do more uh, in-person ones. So if anyone's listening and they haven't been on the show yet, I think, like I said, we're up to 85 episodes and, and they want to you know, grab me, bring in their offices and, and get on the show and tell them their career stories or anything about marketing, just give me a shout. Um, but... We are done and dusted for another episode. So thank you, Chelsea. Thank you.